So there has to be a level of divine timing in our life so that we will trust, so that we will surrender to something greater than ourselves. And surrender to the and surrender to your intuition, to your power, to your divine plan, because you have a plan. What's going on? Chantel here, and welcome to my podcast, Chantel Says. Listen, this podcast is dedicated to the average millennial looking to return home to themselves through radical healing, self-love, and consciousness. Here we talk about everything: self-love, identity, intimacy, gender, manifestations, energy, and so much more. Authenticity is the objective, so you can expect some nice and colorful language. I'm talking about the shits, the damn, the fucks. So, so viewer discretion is advised. So if you're ready to get into today's episode, let's get into it. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Chantel Says. I am so excited to get into today's episode because this episode is honestly one that, I'm going to be real, y'all, like I have a hard time with. <laughs> As y'all know, if y'all been, you know, tuning into each episode, y'all know that I struggle with control on a whole different level. Okay. So this episode is really deeply personal and is, and I, I'm, I hope to share my experiences and wisdom and what uh, God, universe, and spirit has taught me and just all that good stuff. So today's episode is about expansion via divine timing. And like I said, this season is all about expanding. So as we, as we return home to ourselves, we allow the expansion process to begin right the expansion to receive the expansion to you know create a life of abundance love joy peace happiness and all that good jazz so I'm really excited to to, to get into this episode because when when I was in my meditation and just trying to like trying to figure out what this episode is going to be about I was like I heard God say like divine timing and I'm like you really would have me talk about divine timing because you know for a fact I struggle with that, <laughs> but I'm happy to get into it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode, Expansion Via Divine Timing. Okay, so if we talk about divine timing, what that means, how that looks, and how that, how does that play a part in our life? And when I was going over the outline, writing the outline, I'm like, what does divine timing mean? What does it look like? Like, I love a good definition because for me, definitions just bring more clarity. And so I was like, what does that mean? How does that look? And I had to sit down and really think to myself and explore myself and say, okay, intuition, what does it mean? And I heard my intuition say, compared to creativity. And so I always say the definition for me for creativity is when the imagination when your imagination and reality become one right so when you be so when those two things become um in 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 union with each other from your imagination what you're thinking what you're perceiving your thoughts and all that type of stuff and then when you bring in the element of reality which is the present moment earth you know our 3d world that's creativity and creativity isn't just something that like you no know, if you're a good painter or a good singer creativity is just you know, possibly come up with solutions, doing certain things, just being curious. You know, I, re I was reading the book, Big Magic, and she says, creativity is all about being curious. And so when I think of divine timing, what exactly is divine timing? And I broke it down to this definition, and hopefully it resonates with you. I view divine timing as when the spiritual realm becomes one with the natural realm. And what does that mean? How does that look? So when we think of the spiritual realm, right, 
we think of something above us, or I know I do personally, I think of something above us. But I think for the last couple of months, spirit has really been teaching me that the spiritual realm isn't above us. Yes, the universe is obviously above us in like distance wise, but also the spiritual realm is within us as well. Who are we at our core? Because I really believe that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And so if we're spiritual beings, that means the spiritual realm lives within us. We just have to sit down and just start to explore ourselves and tap into those different parts that sometimes, you know, we, we, we shut off from the world or we just don't even know that exists. And so when you really tap into your spirituality and really, really tap into your spirit and who you are, right, without the mask, without the humanity, but just your spirit, you know, just that untainted person that the world hasn't got its hands on. When you tap into that, right, that spiritual side of you or that spirituality or the spiritual realm. And then when you tap into your humanity, you know, who you are, your personality, your quirks, your triggers, your traumas, your all these things, what makes you you? And when you bring those two together, then your source can align you in divine timing. So like I said, I... Define divine timing as something that is becoming one. Now, there may be a completely different um, other definition of, of out there. I'm not saying mine is like the greatest, but that's just something that I was saying. So hopefully it resonates with you. But we have this beautiful marriage of our spiritual selves and our humanity, right? And divine timing is just that, it's divine. So therefore, it, for me, I don't view it as something that's human-like. It's divine. It is, it is omnipresent. It is beautiful. It is, it is uncontrollable, right? It's almost like, think of the, the divine as like the ocean or nature. You can't control nature. People try to, they 100% try to control it, but you truly sincerely can't control nature because it's going to continuously grow and expand and become beautiful because nature has its own language. Right. The language of nature is beauty. The language, the language of nature is flow, ebb and flow. The language of nature is feminine energy, right? The ebb and flow of life. And think of divine as like the ocean. There is no one that can control the ocean. I mean, we may go in there and, you know, uh, scuba dive and do certain things, but the ocean's uncontrollable. That's how divine is. The divine is uncontrollable. It's something that our human mind, our human nature possibly may never, I wouldn't say may, may never, but it will take a lifetime to explore it. That's what I'm trying to say. And so when we think of divine, something that is explorative, something that's adventurous, and then also you add in timing. And, you know, time is a whole different other concept. You know, my boy said, uh, time doesn't exist, clocks do. And that's just a whole another ball game that I won't get into right now. But when we think of divine, something that's un uncontrollable, something that's beauty, something that's feminine energy, ebb and flow of life. And we pair that with something that we also don't have control over because we really don't have control over time. Now we can move and maneuver and work through time, but we literally can't control time. You know, I look up today, I think it's what, September, I think 16th already. I'm like, where the hell did the time go? Because you can't control it, right? We always say, damn, where'd the time go? Or, or, or uh, I think uh, Jan Jackson says, uh, uh, 
time flies when you're having fun, right? So it's like when you're in that ebb and flow, when you're in that that movement, um, it, it's 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 uncontrollable. So when we have these divine this divine way of living, and then we also have timing, and we merge those two, man, what a beautiful life that 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 manifests. And so when we're thinking about divine and timing and all these things, you know, we may be waiting for divine timing when it comes to, let's say, a relationship, a friendship, abundance, the next season, the next chapter, whatever your divine timing is, only you know what that is. Let's explore the thought of allowing our divineness, I don't know if that's a word, allowing our, our spiritual sides, our, our spiritual really be engulfed, to really be explored and allowing that to be merged and, 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 and become in union with time so that we can manifest th those things that we need and desire in our life. And so when we think of that, what do you think hinders divine timing? Like what exactly hinders it? Because if it's uncontrollable, right? Of course, us as humans, we're like, okay, it's uncontrollable, but there's some way that we can control it. Right. Our ego is our ego can't receive the message that you can't control. Our ego was like, no, I can control this. I got this. Like, we're going to figure it out. And so what are some ways that divine timing can be hindered or can can become stuck in this sense? And I said it earlier in my intro control, because when when something can't be controlled, we automatically go into the spirit of fear. Because we're fe we're feeling unsafe, we're having doubts, we're having worried, and and for me, I know when I when I do relinquish control, I do surrender. Right? It's like that fear of: Am I safe? Will I be protected? Am I okay? Right? And so that plays a role in it too. And then also, you have like I said, fear. You have unworthiness. You have contemplation. You have so many different things that can can stop the divine flow or divine timing in your life because of these things. Now, I'm not saying walk around perfect, like, yeah, divine timing, woo, and just, you know, like have it all figured out. No, but I think the first step to change is becoming aware of it, to become aware of, okay, I need a little more healing in this area, or I need a little bit more time, or I need a little bit more compassion in this area of my life. Whether it's, whether it's control, whether it's fear, whether it's unworthiness, whether it's insecurity, whether it's doubt or whatever, or feeling unsafe, whatever that may be, we have to get to a space where we say, okay, enough is enough and start that healing journey to heal that. Because for me, I know control isn't just about control. The underlining emotion is fear, fear of loss, fear of this, fear of not having what I think I should have, which is control. But once again, like I said before, we can't control time. And we damn sure can't control the divine. We can try to, we can, we can, you know, think that we're doing that. But in reality, we're really not doing that. You know, we're really adding more pressure and adding more um, just, just heaviness and burdens on us when we don't have to do that. And like I said, God and spirit not asking for perfection, but just become aware of it. We become aware of our faults. We become aware of our triggers, become aware of the things that may be hindering us to walking out the fulfillment that your source has for you. You know, our lives are called to be abundant, beautiful, and happy, but that don't mean that you are not prone to 
a hardship or, or, or situations or whatever case may be, because we live, we still live on earth and we can get all spiritual, all the other stuff to say manifest and, you know, live out your life and have joy and peace. But the reality is sometimes we don't feel like that. Sometimes I don't feel like trusting. Sometimes I don't feel like surrendering. Sometimes I feel like just controlling shit. Right. But how does that play a part for me? How does that help me? Does that help me bring me closer to love? Or does that push me away further? Does control actually help me? I was reading to this book like I alluded about before. It's called Big Magic. And something she says in there, which is a beautiful, a beautiful uh, uh, quote that she says. And I, I, it has stuck with me. And I actually use this in my everyday life. She says, fear only has one language. Remember earlier talking about language, language of divine, the language of time, the language of nature and the ocean. She said the language of fear is only one word. It's stop. Fear has never told you to love. Fear has never told you to open up. Fear has never told you to be vulnerable. If anything, it's just said stop. Stop, you're unsafe. Stop, you can't trust them. Stop, you're not worthy. Stop, stop, stop. And she said in the book, why will we live a life and surrender to one word is only stop. So we have to, you know, reevaluate the things that's in the driver's seat. You know, what's driving your life? Is it surrender? Is it love? Is it joy? Or is it control? Is it fear? Is it unworthiness? Is it insecurity? And the thing about it, when those answers come up, whatever they may be, don't beat yourself up, up over it because trust me, you're not the only one. I know I'm not the only one that deals with control issues, you know, that that stems from fear, the fear of loss, the fear of if I lose this thing, what will happen? And I heard someone say, you're not afraid of losing that thing or that person. It's more the feelings that come after you're afraid of. You're afraid of the heartbreak. You're afraid of what that may feel like or look like after that thing is, you know, so-called going or transition on your life. That's what you're afraid of. That's what you're worried about. It's the emotions after it. But what if, what if divine timing is saying, trust me, trust that I have aligned everything in your life. And yes, there are times where it may be hard. Yes, there may be times where you want to give up and, and times where you just have to pause. There's nothing wrong with a pause. I cannot remember the author's name for life of me, but she has a book on rest. I cannot remember it. It just came to me. But she says, a divine pause is healing. A divine pause is nurturing. A divine pause is just that, a divine pause. Because if we don't have a divine pause, trust me, the world around us and who, who you are is going to make you pause. But there's nothing wrong with the divine pause. There's nothing wrong with divine rest, right? And divine timing. Because divine timing, to be honest with you, I wouldn't say perfect, but just very, very close to perfection. Because God's spirit source knows what you need before you need it. Before you even utter a word, they know. And they love you and they have the best intentions for you. But sometimes their plans and the way they show up and the way they do things does not look like what we have. But we're not omnipresent. 
we're not all knowing. We're very limited as human beings, which is okay. Now, granted, there, there are gifts where people can see into the future and the past and the present, those different gifts with, that work through your intuition, you know? So yes, people do have the gift of insight, the gift of wisdom to, to see the past, present, and future 100%. But even that is limited. Because what if, what if the universe gave you all knowledge and all wisdom? What the hell would you do with it? You know what I mean? So there has to be a level of divine timing in our life so that we will trust, so that we will surrender to something greater than ourselves and surrender to, the intu and surrender to your intuition, to your power, to your divine plan, because you have a plan. But sometimes in that plan, divine timing is like, yo, I need to work. I need to be at play. I need you to, to, to fall back, yo, fall back. I need you to be in the passenger seat and just let me take control for a second. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to steer you wrong. You are protected and you are guided. But you have to let me do it. I'm talking to myself right now, right? Because we have to. Because if we don't, we will live a life in constant worry and constant fear and constant like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? And honestly, burden, right? We're burdened. So as we are living in this divine timing, living in this divine flow, what does that mean? How does that look? We gain clarity. We gain clarity for what we're supposed to do because a lot of times divine timing will only give you the next step. It may give you, like I said, there are gifts where you can, you can know what your future is going to look like, but you may not know how you're going to get there. So spirit and source and universe may give you a dream of, you know, you live in this beautiful home but right now, like me, you're living with your mom. So you're like, how am I going to get to point A to point B? And that's when divine timing and trust and surrender comes in. Because when you have divine timing playing a role in your life, you gain clarity, you gain understanding. And the thing about divine timing Within that divine timing, I love the song. It's called Wait on You by Maverick City. It talks about waiting on God, waiting on the universe to show up in your life. And as you wait, I, it, one, one of the lyrics is, why complain when you can just praise? I'm not saying complain ain't bad. I complain, I complain a lot sometimes. But sometimes we have to get to a space where we're waiting on divine timing. We're waiting on something to show up. We're waiting on that healing. We have to remember a state of gratitude. Because divine timing is divine timing. It's not our timing. Our timing is very limited. You know, we, would be, we may want something right now and the universe is like, yo, I'm going to give it to you. But right now, I just can't because you're not ready for it. And not that I don't want to. I'm, I'm withholding. You're just not ready for it. And that's okay. It's okay not to be ready because within that, within that time, you're gaining wisdom. You're gaining revelation. You're gaining understanding. You're understanding yourself. You're exploring yourself. You're allowing yourself to become who you're always meant to be. You know, I have my last episode, Why I Become Sober. And the main reason was I was tired of being the same person. I want to become something different. And you know, I, 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 you know, God speaks to me in dreams and visions and I've been having so many downloads and I'm like, if I want to get to that space in my life, then some things had to be let go of. And alcohol was one of them amongst so many other different things, fear and all this other stuff. And I think fear is something you battle with on a continuous basis, but just because you have fear don't mean that you're not moving or you're not evolving or growing or healing. 
fear is so much, it's so much, it's immersed in our culture to the point where fear is everywhere from our TVs to our phones, to our tablets, to wherever we are, fear is there as present. So I don't think we can outrun fear, but sometimes we have to understand that fear is just gonna say one word, stop. So you have many languages. You can speak to fear out loud or in your heart, in your mind, say, I'm not having that. I'm not accepting that, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? So at the same time, when divine timing is like, yo, just be patient for a second. I know you want it right now. If I give it to you right now, you may not handle it correctly. You need the wisdom to handle this. You need the wisdom to receive this happiness because if I give it to you right now, you may self-sabotage because of insecurity, unworthiness. So I have to build you up first. I have to heal you first before the divine timing can like actually come out and manifest in your life. Sometimes we need the healing before the manifestation, not the manifestation before the healing. Because you see a lot of people out here have a lot of manifestation, but ain't no healing taking place. So therefore you fumble the manifestation. And you really mess up your manifestations because the healing should have came. I am so glad that God has healed my heart and opened me up and healed me in so many different ways before the money come. I'll take peace and love and, and, and joy and sobriety over money any day, any day. Because I can have a million dollars right now in my bank account. I can have $100,000 in my bank account, but no peace, it ain't worth it. So I'll wait on that divine timing. I'll wait on God saying, okay, now you're ready because now your ego isn't attached to it. Now you know for a fact when divine timing comes into your life, you didn't do it. Because sometimes pride will step in. When divine timing is like, yo, I need to heal you. I need to humble you for a second so that when this divine timing or wherever it is coming to your life, you can receive it. So a lot of times divine timing is like, yo, I want to give it to you but you may not even receive it. So let me build you up. Let me speak life into you. Let me bring people in your life who can love you and see you. Let me heal your heart so that when I do bring this to you, you won't fumble it. Or you won't self-sabotage because you don't feel like you're worthy of it. So we have to surrender. And I was going to do a bag of questions today, but no questions came in. So we're going to just keep it moving, keep it flowing. Okay. But so as we are continuing this divine timing, as we're continuing flowing in our life and returning home to ourselves through expansion, right? And through love and, and, and healing our traumas and healing our wounds, what happens? What happens when you've been waiting for some time? What happens when divine timing isn't showing up when you thought it would? What happens when divine timing isn't moving? Because right now for me, it's like, Yo, God, I got bills, yo. Like, bills is passed too. I need to, like, come on, divine timing. You know what I'm saying? But what am I learning in the midst of it? What am I gaining right now? I could tell you what I'm gaining, to be honest with you. Wisdom, trust, faith, hope, peace. It reminds me of the story in the Bible, and I'm not religious, but this is a story that always sticks out to me. When, uh, and when, when, when the disciples was in the boat and a big old storm came, right? And you can, you know, say, like, I don't believe this stuff, like, stuff like that. But, hey, we're going to just use this because God told me to say it. So that's it. <laughs> but, like, when, so they were in the, they was in the boat and they was traveling to, I can't remember where they were traveling to, the disciples. And a, a huge storm came, a huge storm. They said, like, the storm was, like, almost, like, tipping them over. And Jesus was sleeping. 
like bro was sleeping he was like no nah, I, I don't care i'm sleeping and they was like yo master master like 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 teacher te like like rabbi rabbi yo it's a storm and he was like oh you little faith why don't you believe and so my point is sometimes you're gonna get wet in the storm and just believe and, and think about it jesus was sleeping and the storm was happening so he was getting wet he probably was soaking wet but homeboy was sleeping bro was in his realm sleep sleeping like i'm getting wet but i trust i trust in my father i trust in god i trust i trust so bro was just knocked out i mean could you imagine being on a boat like a cruise ship and 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 the winds and waves and it's just like overpowering and you know all the winds and it's dark and it's cloudy and the boat is just rocking and you and your uh, cabin sleep you're gonna be sleep awoke because i know i'm gonna be woke <laughs> Like I trust, but I trust that much. I'm like, give me the safety. But he was getting wet. And I heard someone say, sometimes you're going to get wet, but you're not going to be overtaken. That's my point. So right now you may be in divine timing, trying to figure out like what is happening. I need this to happen right now. Like the timing and timing and divine, like come through and you getting wet. But understand you can have peace in the middle of your storm. You just have to dig and sit with yourself and seek out, <clears throat> excuse me, seek out different experiences to bring you peace. But the peace is within, you know? So whatever brings you peace, whether that's meditation, whether that's doing yoga, whether that's doing working out or going to nature walks, going to coffee shops, you know, dancing in your living room, whatever that may be, you can find peace within the divine timing because it's divine. So therefore, if it's divine, it's going to nurture and nourish your spirit. So as you're waiting, as not even waiting, but as you're surrendering, I guess you could say waiting, as you're waiting, you could surrender. You can have peace within this, in this moment, in this time, okay? So divine timing isn't something that's just like, oh, well, I'm just waiting and Oh, like, here we go. Like, have those moments. Like I said, a divine pause is beautiful. Pause if you need to. But know that it is divine and it's aligning you to the best possible scenario. I have a meditation class and the message was, envision the best possible scenario for your life, whatever that may be. Because divine timing is literally, is coordinating and is moving and is positioning you for the best possible scenario and sometimes you're gonna get wet sometimes it may be hard i ain't gonna hold you up i ain't gonna get no butterflies and roses it's gonna be hard sometimes yo it is but you can have peace you can have joy you can have love you can have these things within you and you can just find it find it within you of course there are things that externally that can help provide that and, and amplify that but it's already within you all you have to do is just dig and sit with yourself, be with yourself and say, source, I need you to show me. I need you to show me how to get to peace. I need you to show me how to tap into joy, tap into fulfillment. I need it because right now I'm getting wet and divine timing is taking too long. But in the midst of the time, I trust you. So how can I do this? How can I align with my higher self or my favorite self and, and manifest the best possible scenario how how can we do that by trusting by surrendering by relinquishing control 
and uh, and be honest with yourself. Why are, why why do you have control? Why do you have fear? Why do you have that unworthiness or insecurity? That's okay. Dig deep. Get to the root of it. And the other day I was in my meditation. I got triggered by something. And I was like, I feel insecure. And I was like, but it's deeper than that. Why am I feeling insecure? It's the fear of loss. I don't want to lose someone. I don't want to lose this thing that I'm creating with someone. So it's like, okay, I'm insecure. And, and, and sit with yourself and be honest with yourself. And be honest and say, I'm feeling this insecurity. I may not know why, but I'm going to sit here and, and reflect and dig and figure it out. And then share with that person. Like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. You know what's going on. And have this person hold space for you and et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm saying is that be real with yourself. If you have fear, be real with yourself. Don't, don't, don't sugarcoat it. Don't over, don't over spiritualize it. Like, oh my gosh, I should be happy. Like, if you're not happy, you're just not happy. That's okay. The first step to change is the awareness. It isn't the change itself. It's become aware of something. I didn't just say one day I'm done with alcohol. I had to become aware of myself and become aware of who I was and aware of where God was trying to take me and become aware that this thing in my life is hindering me and does not allow me to live up to my fullest potential because I'm trying to get there. It's not about a destination. It's about allowing myself to be explored, loved, and cherished. And this right here is hindering me. And so in order for me to get there, I have to change here. So it's not about a destination per se. It's more so how can I get here? How can I amplify my, my, the love for myself here? How can I fulfill myself in other ways? How can I show up in different settings and situations sober? How? How can I, how can I get more creative with, 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 with drinking different juices and doing different things? How? So now I'm tapping into a different part of me, the explorative, the creative part of me. Okay, I'm done with liquor. I'm done with wine, beer, all of those things. Now it's time to explore myself and find out, Chateau, what do you like? What type of juice, type of fruit do you like? What can you create to feel that, that, that place that, that once was alcohol? How can I do it? And so you get to the space of creativity. You get to the space of, okay, divine timing is at play. But in the meantime, how can I create a life of flow, of abundance, of love in my life until divine timing is at play, until that manifestation comes in, until those people, person, experiences, whatever it is, new job, career, whatever it is, comes into my life. Until I, until I get there, what can I do? I can trust. I can surrender. I can have joy. I can have peace. And I may get a little wet, but that's okay. I can get a little wet. You feel me? Because it won't overtake me, yo. You have an indomitable spirit. It's okay to be strong and vulnerable at the same time. There's duality within us. We're not just this one thing. We can be multiple things at the same time. It's okay to be multiple. It's okay to say, hey, I feel sad, but I also have joy. It's okay to say, I, I, feel, I feel insecure right now, but I'm also a secure person. It's okay to say, Chantel, I have a... Uh, Fearful, avoiding attachment style, but I'm also secure in who I am. There's duality within me. I'm not just one thing. I'm also can say I'm a black woman, but I'm also more than black. I'm a spiritual being housed in the black body. That's a queer woman. 
You know what I mean? So, so you get what I'm saying? There, there's a duality to you. So don't, don't put divine timing in a box. It can't be boxed. Remember, it's the ocean. It's the nature. It's nature. Whatever brings you peace, whatever brings you the most harmony is that. It can't be boxed. So allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to be, allow yourself to be uncontrollable and allow divine timing to come into your life because it's ready to break in. All you have to do is just surrender and allow it to break in. Okay, guys. So now, now we're going to get into our first and last segment of the day. Like I said, there's my back of questions. No questions came in, but we're going to get into main takeaways right now. All right, guys, so welcome to Main Takeaways, our last segment, first segment of the day. <laughs> this segment is all about um, sum, summing up today's episode in three easy, tangible action steps, because I really believe that spirituality and, and action goes hand in hand. So step one, or action step one, everyone has divine timing playing a part in their life. All you have to do is trust it. Every single human has divine timing in their life. Trust it. Number two, surrender, surrender, surrender. I know that word is, ugh, I know it, it, it gets thrown around a lot, but it's true. Gabrielle Bernstein said, when you surrender, surrender some more and watch what happens. And number three, trust in the process and it will appear. Everyone, it is different. You know your it, and if you don't, ask your source to provide the it for you. But trust in your process, and it will appear. And remember, you deserve this divine timing. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to play a part in it or make your source want to help you. It already does. Okay, guys? So thank you for tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Chantel Says. Peace. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Chantel Says. Remember to subscribe so you can receive new episodes right on their release. Hit that like button and make sure to leave a review in Apple's podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Chantel Says to stay connected for new updates, giveaways, and much, much more. Lastly, breathe in. Breathe out. Remember, you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are alive, you are free, and you are unburdened. The universe protects you, and God loves you. Until next time, love always, peace.